it's Sam and Scott from Ship It Studios Premier Wrestling Podcast, Above the Ring. And Sam, let's talk about Riverside.fm, the leading podcast and video creation platform that's changing the game on how creators record their content. Riverside.fm allows you to record studio-quality audio and up to 4K video on their platform. Now you can interview a guest a thousand miles away, and it will sound like you're sitting in the same room. Did you know that it's as easy to use as Zoom, but it gives much higher quality audio and video recordings? Did we mention that they have a mobile app? This allows guests to connect directly from their phone and record content from anywhere. After your content is finished, you can easily grab clips to share them across your social media channels. So if you're looking for a platform to put over for all your recording needs, from podcasts to webinars to other video content, you should be using uh, Riverside.fm. Sign up today so you can focus on your content and leave the quality to Riverside.fm. Use promo code SHIPIT and receive 30% discount on the first three months of your subscription. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Friday. You all know what that means. It's time for another SmackDown study. This is your SmackDown study for March 5th, 2021. Once again, SmackDown putting on another great show. It's it's nice to see some consistency when it comes to uh, to WWE. Um, NXT has been always doing a pretty decent job. Sometimes they have their ups and downs, but SmackDown though has just been pretty, pretty good. So we'll jump right in, make this nice, short, and sweet because we got a busy weekend ahead of us. So let's get cracking. So, shock of all shocks. Roman Reigns did not open up the show tonight. <laughs> I, I honestly felt like it'd been forever since somebody else had opened the show. But we set it off with an interview, Daniel Bryan, uh, given by Michael Cole, uh, talking about the main event tonight. Putting Daniel Bryan against Jay Uso in the steel cage match. And if Daniel Bryan wins said steel cage match, he will earn himself a universal title shot at fast lane against the tribal chief himself, Roman Reigns. So Daniel talking a lot about how for the past year, since becoming a new father, he wanted to put, you know, being a father first and not being, you know, full-time, professional wrestler well something clearly changed because daniel now is putting wrestling back on the forefront talks about how after elimination chamber when he lost to roman rolled out of the ring and then edge hit the spear pointed to the sign fireworks pyro and everything else that he said he felt like a complete failure. So now he needs to prove a point. He wants to be the one to have the WrestleMania main event match, not Roman, not Edge. So the man is all fire. He's ready to go. 
So this main event already looking like it's going to be something special. But, of course, show really can't start until the Tribal Chief shows up. And he makes his case about 13 minutes later since the show started. So he's fashionably late tonight. It's all right. Roman coming out with Jay and Paul Heyman. And there's some verbal sparring going back and forth. Roman basically being like, nah, you don't need, you know, ambition. You know, you need me to be relevant, et cetera, et cetera. Same shtick that Roman's been doing lately. And before Dan really gets a chance to give his rebuttal, is Mike stolen from, from Jay Uso, basically saying, you have to get by me, and that just ain't going to happen, especially in the Uso penitentiary. Slams the mic back in Dan Bryan's chest and then goes to attack him. But DB realized what was happening, and he ended up uh, getting the best of him to start the show. So, definitely look forward to that steel cage match later in, later on. Of course, it's our main event, main event Jey Uso. Obviously, you know, the pieces just kind of fall together. <laughs> uh, before we got there, we got our first uh, in-ring action of the night. It was supposed to be a tag team match with the Street Profits taking on Sami Zayn and Baron Corbin. But Baron Corbin's like, nah. We're not a tag team, Sammy. Stop it. He's a singles competitor, so he wanted a singles match. So he challenged either one of the Street Profits. Montez Ford accepted. So we ended up getting not one but two singles matches to start off the show. We got Montez Ford versus Corbin, and then Angela Dawkins would take on Sammy Zayn. Um, first match was good. The King reigns supreme, hitting that end of days. When that end of days comes, it's it's over. That is the most protected finisher in WWE. Nobody, this is a little fun fact, nobody has ever kicked out of the end of days. In the history of Baron Corbin being on it being in WWE, nobody has ever kicked out of that finisher. And he's made sure of it. So I love I love that. That at least somewhere in, in a world where everybody kicks out of everybody else's finishers, Baron Corbin's remains pure. Just warms my heart a little bit. Because uh, those of you who followed the channel know that, yes, I am a Baron Corbin fan. I have been a Baron Corbin fan since he was in NXT. So... You can't say I'm a Fairweather fan. I, I've been a fan of his for a while. So, yes, while the the King of the Ring tournament was like two years ago, it's fine. He's still doing all right with it. But I am looking forward to hopefully getting a second or another King of the Ring tournament, hopefully this year, because my boy Xavier Woods, he's got to get himself in that tournament. And I, I want to see. I want to see if they're gonna pull the trigger and let him win it. Um, 
but we'll see. So Corbin gets the first victory, and then after that, um, and I will say, surprisingly enough, Sami Zayn causing a distraction, which actually was what caused Montez Ford to turn around and get dropped by the end of days. So <clears throat> before the match with Dawkins and Sammy, Sammy tried to corner Corbin and say, hey, I did something for you. Now you do something for me. And Corbin's like, nah, bye. And he leaves. <laughs> Leaving Sammy by himself. And, of course, that came back to bite him. Montez Ford going up to Sammy's film crew, getting in their face, causing a ruckus. Sammy gets distracted, and Dawkins rolls him up. You know, gets that win. I'm sorry, no, he didn't roll him up. He hit him with that ridiculous double, uh, double underhook finish. Oh, it's just, it, yeah, it was crazy. But Street Profits end up getting one and one Totally fine. So I'm interested to see what's going to happen with Sammy and Corbin, if this is going to turn into a, a feud between those two, or I don't know. After that, we uh, go to the back, and we fight Carmella and Reginald. And uh, Carmella just had enough. Calling Reginald a snake. Fires him. And slaps the champagne bottle out of his hand. Shatters everywhere. So Reginald's in trouble. Well, that's not going to be the only time he gets in trouble. But we'll get there. <laughs> After that. We had more singles actions. Dominic took on Chad Gable with Dominic getting the role of victory and Rey Mysterio getting to take out Otis as well. So that feud has not come to a conclusion yet either. Um, but this uh, new pissed off Otis, mm, it's not going to end well. <laughs> so we'll see what happens. Um, but speaking of things that probably not going to end well for somebody, um, this Seth Rollins and Cesaro feud, I love this feud already, and they've barely done anything with it. I just want this to go all the way to Mania. Give me a WrestleMania match between these two, and they will steal the goddamn show. You can quote me on that. They will steal the show. So, crazy thing happened. Seth getting interviewed in the back, talking about Cesaro. And who might show up but Murphy? Now, for those of you who have not been paying attention lately, a while back, it's been a few months now, Murphy used to be with Seth Rollins, being his disciple, doing his bidding. But we ran into Aaliyah Mysterio, Bray Mysterio's daughter. They had some type of thing. <laughs> and Murphy turned on Seth. We ended up having... Um, uh, love interest, which we all try to forget. 
But I don't know. I had high hopes that it would just be a platonic thing. Clearly, that wasn't the case. But, yeah, so Murphy's back and trying to talk to Seth for help. And Seth clearly didn't want anything to do with it. (laughs) So we'll see what happens with that. Uh, after that, we ended up having some more women's action. Shayna Baszler taking on Bianca Belair. And, of course, with Shayna Baszler, Nia Jax is out there. But Bianca, obviously not alone either. Sasha comes out to back Bianca, but unfortunately behind her was Reginald. Well, there was some shenanigans that happened on the outside of the ring. Nia ends up trying to attack Reginald. Reginald moves out of the way. Sasha gets knocked over. And then Shayna tries to put in her Caribou clutch, and uh, Bianca Belair does this ridiculous counter into her own finisher, the, uh, the Kiss of Death, and gets the win. Uh, Bianca then rolls out of the ring, Tell Sasha you need to handle your business because it's going to be you and me come mania. Then uh, Sasha slaps the taste out of Reginald's mouth and uh, walks away jaw jacking him. So uh, Reginald can't catch a break. <laughs> uh, we then moved on and we had our match between Cesaro and Murphy. So Murphy seemingly going to try to do Seth's job for him. Seth Rollins even came out during commentary. Mattress short, Cesaro getting the win by submission, looking strong in front of Seth. Seth standing up, giving him, you know, applause at the end of the match, and I just want this feud forever. Just just, just don't stop. Please, just keep fighting forever. <laughs> So after that, we go to the back, and Reginald knocks on Sasha's locker room door. Sasha opens it up. He's about to talk, and Sasha's like, she screams no at him, slams the door. So dejected, Reginald goes to leave for the day, but runs into Shayna. Shayna starts giving him garbage. And then all of a sudden, Naya says, no, no, wait a minute, wait a minute. I think he's cute. And I, Shayna made the best face I've ever seen her make. And it was literally all of us because I'm pretty sure we all made that face going, what? It's, yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure Shayna almost died right there. And, uh, yeah, that was all of us. Yeah. So uh, that's a new wrinkle. Did not expect that. So um, we'll see what happens with Reginald, Naya, and Shayna going forward. We then got a, a promo from Apollo Cruz, who has now gone full Nigerian warrior prince. He's got the steel weapon, talking about what his father told him. He's got guards. And now, all of a sudden, he's got a Nigerian accent. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> I love it. 
he, he, people were like, oh, he's gone. He's gone Kofi Kingston, but in reverse. So I'm like, eh, whatever. I mean, if he had if he had a fake American accent, maybe this is his actual speaking voice. And if it is, then God bless him. Go for it. I mean, whatever. It, it It's fine. I, I appreciate it for what it is. Basically, he calls out Big E. Big E coming back next week after injury. So, um, Paula wants that title. So if we've still got two weeks till fast lane, so there's always that possibility that we'll get a uh, intercontinental championship match at full uh, fast lane, and um, we might get a new champ. Paulo's setting himself up nicely. I, I, I'm a fan of this heel turn and how incredibly well he's pulling it off. So we'll see what happens. Uh, after that, it was made event time. Well, actually, take that back. There was a couple things before that. Um, Jay Uso having an interview with Caleb Braxton in the back, and uh, Jay basically just talking about how you know he thrives in the pressure, especially when it comes to the Uso penitentiary. But before he can talk too much, DB gets the jump on him, lays him out. After that, we uh, we had a nice little surprise edition of Ding Dong Hello with Bailey. And she had some sweet tweets. But it was weird because it just kind of randomly ended. She was reading off her last tweet, and she got about halfway through it, and then she just kind of stopped, looked at the camera, and then just got up and left. So what's going on? I don't know. We'll find out. After that, it was made event time. A steel cage match. Daniel Bryan versus main event Jey And again, if Daniel Bryan gets the win, he gets a universal title shot at Fastlane. And lo and behold, Roman Reigns himself making his way out to the ring because he wants to watch the match. Get him a nice comfy chair, and he sits near the ramp to watch the whole thing. Match was fantastic, as I figured it would be. Um... Jey Uso has done nothing short of being spectacular the whole time that he's been he's been there, um, pushing the main event stuff. His stuff with the Roman has been outstanding. So his match with Daniel Bryan, who <laughs> what else can we say about what Daniel Bryan you know has done and what how what he means to this company? Um, Daniel Bryan does make Jey Uso tap out. And Daniel has himself now a championship match come Fastlane. So our main event for Fastlane is now set. Roman Reigns will be challenged by Daniel Bryan. I expect that match to have some shenanigans in it. I I honestly really do. Um, But that will also be the first match on Peacock. For those of us in the states, so I gotta get another thing. <laughs> I gotta get something else. I have to get downloaded so I can watch that because clearly I'm not missing Fastlane. So it's the road to WrestleMania, folks. You got to make sure you catch everything. Speaking of that, please make sure you follow us on Twitter, media underscore bedlam. You can find us on Facebook and YouTube as Bedlam Media. 
And you can find us on Instagram as Bet the Media Official. We're on pretty much every single podcasting platform out there. If we're not on one that you listen to, please let us know. And we will add ourselves to it if possible. That way, during your one-stop shop and all your podcast downloads, you can add a little bit of bedlam to your day as well. Uh, if you want to follow me on socials, you can find me pretty much anywhere as Scotty J Stream. And a quick humble brag for myself. Um, I don't know if you saw our fleet today on Twitter, but I was able to get myself on to Up Up Down Down's 50th episode of Uno uh, with the party. Uh, they do a top five best tweets of the week uh, when it comes to the previous episode, and I was able to get onto that list. Uh, I've tried a few times beforehand and wasn't able to get anything going, but this week, uh, or last week, I should say, I was able to get a good tweet. Uh, it was number three out of five, so I'll take it. Um, as I've said many times on these podcasts, uh, these solo podcasts that I've done, um, Up, Up, Down, Down has been an integral part of keeping me sane during this pandemic, as I'm sure a lot of you have your outlets. You know, that's that's helped you keep your keep your cool um, because it's been a tough it's been a tough time for for everybody. Um, some some days and some weeks are better than others. And, you know, we're uh, heading towards that finish line. The light is at the end of the tunnel, so everybody keep keep strong, keep working, keep hustling, keep stepping, as uh, Dustin Rhodes says. But yeah, that's SmackDown. Like I said, another good show. We are moving on uh, to Fastlane. Um, so I hope you guys have a wonderful weekend. Uh, those of you, for those of you who are watching. The uh, AEW uh, pay-per-view this weekend on Sunday. Enjoy it. I'm sure it'll be a great show. I'm excited to watch it myself. Um, you will catch us live tweeting it as well. Sam will be on the ball as he is our everything but WWE tw uh, tweeter. So, once again, thank you all so much for listening. Without you guys, we would be nothing. And we really, truly appreciate you all. I hope you all, like I said, have a wonderful weekend. Most importantly, though, for those of you who don't already, please do not forget to join the Bedlam. Have a good night. Also, one note, a little sneak peek, not really sneak peek, but um, kind of pulling a thing from Marvel here. For those of you who haven't watched WandaVision, ha! Amazing. That's it. We out. Have a good night, folks. Welcome to the All 80s Movies Podcast. I'm Bill. And I'm Jason, and this is the podcast where we talk about the blockbusters, the flops, and everything in between from one of the freshest decades for movies, the 1980s. So whether you're a brain, a jock, a valley girl, or a Jedi, we've got some 80s classics for you. Do these movies stand the test of time? Are we discovering something new? 
Is there an 80s movie we're finally watching for the first time? Join us each week as we dive into the cinematic nostalgia that inspired and influenced a generation. From the hits to the cult classics, we'll discuss our earliest memories, favorite scenes, fun facts, and our not-so-favorite movie moments, too. It's the All 80s Movies Podcast, now available on all major streaming platforms. Please subscribe and happy listening.